welcome back to Turn Syndrome Talking Tea. This week we have Claire talking to us, so get excited for her episode. And just a reminder, you can listen tonight on the 20th of December 2021. You can listen to me talk to Chat and Spin Radio at 8pm. I'll be talking about this podcast and about Turner's. So I'll leave the link below to where you can listen live. Um, yeah, enjoy Claire's episode. Hi everyone. So on this week's episode, we have Claire with us. Hi Claire. Hiya, how are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. So excited. It's been good. I've been listening and they've been absolutely fantastic. So well done. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to have you on. <laughs> so you know the drill. I want to ask about turners. Mm-hmm. If that's okay. Yeah, absolutely fine. So what's your relationship with turners? Well, I was diagnosed at the age of seven. Um, I'm now 42. Uh, this was after kind of mum and dad going in and out as a baby all the way through to seven um to various things being tested and then they did a carrier test after um the consultant registrar at the time noticed my short little finger on my hands for doing checks yeah because he'd obviously got um knew about turners and had an interest in it so he's only just a registrar endocrinologist at the time um so yeah been diagnosed at seven and no real issues at all apart from you know usual growth hormones throughout yeah and everything like that so i've been extremely extremely lucky physically with it Mm. Oh, that's good. That's amazing. What's your biggest challenge, would you say? Um, I would probably say with with my biggest challenge has actually been relationship-wise, work-wise, to some degree. And and I'm not saying it's been a huge major issue, but there have been obstacles that have become apparent as I've actually as I've got older and looking back it wasn't until I started with the society that I started reading up a little bit more about turners because there's so much more known about it to when I was at school and younger mm. and with the education side and the social side there was as as I was reading up it was just like oh okay that's why this was when I was x age and it was just like check 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 okay I understand me now um but it's and work-wise as of as an adult has been challenging but like I say it's not been a huge issue it's more about um picking up on how you might might do things a little bit slower than other work colleagues Mm -hmm. um and things like that which have been picked up on and misunderstandings with work colleagues maybe yeah but on the whole um it's I've been quite lucky it's not mm. really 
that has a huge, massive impact only, like I say, reflectively as growing up, it, it was just, this is me, this is who I am, mm. you know? And then as you, you get older, you get a bit more reflective and you think, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe that's affecting me a little bit more than what I thought it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember like looking through the, not the same leaflets, but similar leaflets and thinking, it all makes sense now. Everything yeah. links up. Yeah, it's like a huge realization of because there are times when you grow up and you and you situations where you think, oh, I don't quite understand why that was said, or I don't, you know, why. Yeah, you know, I know I sh these things. I know how to do this. So why is it such a struggle? Mm. Um, particularly when I was, I mean, I've been to uni, so I'm kind of got through that but I know looking back and particularly some subjects I studied as a nursery nurse and I can remember one point I I had to kind of ask speak and tell my mum what to write what I wanted to write down and mum had to help me by writing what I was saying down because mm. it, it was just a connect between what I wanted to say and me physically writing it down mm. if that makes sense and it was just okay so something so sim simple why is it a struggle not that I can't write or anything like that of course you can but it just takes a long time to maybe put your thoughts in order mm. when you're writing it. yeah yeah what's the most positive experience been for you I think meeting up with the girls or the other ladies, I've got made some massive, massive friends through the society. Um, we have a weekly Zoom um, chat, which has been really successful. People have really found it beneficial. I and mean, we just can't chat about anything, put the world to rights. And it's just like a, a good, good friendship group and meeting some amazing women really and they're all lovely kind caring and we're all there for each other and it's just having that sense of yeah you're not you're not on your own if you're with this you know you've got people that actually understand you and get you mm. it's a huge second family isn't it it is, yeah, it is, and it's been lovely. Um, Hayley Cleaver, who I think you've had on podcast yeah. before, she, she regularly comes on, and we call her Mama Hayley because she's like, <laughs> the she's just like, if there is any issues, we like go Hayley, and she's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Hayley's yeah, amazing. Hayley's amazing. Yeah, um, and like I said, it is the big family. It is. It is. So you said about the friendships a little bit, but how has the society helped you? I think it's helped me understand me and understand, um, like I say, some of my personality traits, we'll call them that, rather than difficulties. And it's kind of under understanding yeah, it's 
like I said, it's everything being reflective and looking at back on school life and work life and being with society may has put those that bit of jigsaw together. Mm. Um, you know, there's always it's a jigsaw that you've piecing all the while. And we all do it, whether I don't care whether you've got tea, tennis or or not, everybody in life will reflect back on things and work out why this has happened or why they why they are the way they are, why they're not the way they are. We all go through that a period of self-reflection and looking at what makes you you and who make and what experience in life has made you you. Yeah, you do. And and I think having that and acknowledging that and acknowledging that Turner syndrome is a part of you. It's not the whole of you, but it's definitely a, it is a big part of you. It's, it's part of your makeup. It's in the it's literally in our DNA. Yeah. Um, so it's if you don't acknowledge that bit, you've you're missing a bit of the jigsaw if you don't acknowledge it. Mm. So I think that's what the society has helped is yeah. acknowledging it, but, but putting it in its place. Yeah. Yeah, nice. What's your involvement in the society? Well, I joined, must have been 2018, May, yeah, around about 2018, I think, so not terribly long. Um, and then the leaders at the time decided that they wanted to back off slightly from being the leaders of the Anglian group mm-hmm. and a group of four of us um, said okay well we'll share it we'll share it out so I am the East Ang- one of one of the East Anglian group's leaders oh wow. so, yeah so I sat set up kind of like the zoom meetings and we've got just had our very first official meet at the weekend last weekend gone oh I bet that was nice that was amazing. It was really nice. Um, we just met outside on Lowestoft Beach because um, that's where we're located, where I'm located. Um, and it was nice because it was outdoors with the whole situation that we're going through at the moment. So we met outdoors, but we did have to go inside, which was fine because we managed to get a room to ourselves practically. So we had a table. So we weather was bad so we nipped in there um and then came out when the weather improved so that was yeah and I think everyone very much appreciated being able to meet up and in person and have yeah yeah you don't realize how much you miss it yeah it is it's been very it's, and especially for for us that do find um social aspects I don't like the word challenging because it's a lot of people like their own company. A lot of people like that. They don't need a huge, a huge network of friends. Mm. So it's, it's not a challenge for some people, but for those that do find it, it is, it's nice that they can kind of like meet up and have that solid group if they haven't had it before. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
what's the most important message about turners would you say oh right I, there's lots of different messages for different groups of people to be honest um i would say if you're going through if you've had just had a diagnosis or and you're a mum receiving a diagnosis for your daughter i would say it's really yes there are challenges yes you can have or it, the list is absolutely scary it can be you've got you look at the list and you've got heart liver kidney diabetes osteoporosis and if you've never ever learning difficulties which is i just that i cringe at that i really i really cringe when they put that in because it really isn't horrendous all if not, no woman or no girl will have every single um symptom mm. you will have you may your two main symptoms really that you need to be are guaranteed are short stature and infertility they're your two they're your two pretty much you're guaranteed to get those everything else is a is a pick and mix chocolate box kind yeah. of you know you know you might have this or you might have that i mean so don't focus on the whole list take everything one step at a time take each test one at a time because you don't know what you you don't know what you're gonna get until you've had that test mm. so i would you know i would take take that panic out of it don't you know don't bog yourself down with the research initially know what you need to know at the time because that way you can take the information in you can absorb it get hold of the friendship group get hold of arlene if you are worried um so that's the new diagnosis don't panic it's really not it's really really not scary you've got no you've got nurses you've got lawyers you've got doctors you've got i mean uh, people that go to university you've got teachers you've got loads and loads you've got mm. women that are married you've got women that have adopted so your daughter will have as a fulfilled life as she wants and as you prepare for her the medical <laughs> medical professions i would say we you know you you will only probably come and get this GP's man, you'll only probably come across one or two people in your career with Turners. Your person that you are in front of is your expert. So listen to them. Listen mm. to listen to how it's affecting them. Um, get to know whether your local get to know whether your local hospital has a Turners clinic for a start. Yeah, and get to know, get to know the name. Learn with your learn with your patient. I can remember when my when I was first diagnosed, um, back in the days when family doctors were family doctors, and they saw your mum, dad, brother, sister, and the whole whole caboodle. Um, the my mum went from the hospital for the diagnosis and went straight to the GP, and he lit. I can remember him saying, and I was seven at the time, I don't know why I remember this, but I do. I can remember him saying, I don't know about it now, but come back in a week and I will know everything that you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. And 
that's the attitude really that is is okay if you don't know it's fine to admit that you don't know because you but then go and research and find out mm, definitely definitely yeah is there anything you'd like to add to this episode that we haven't covered um i think it's really just to say that the future is absolutely as bright and as fulfilled and as happy as you want it to be you know there's no there's nothing the only person that can stop you is you mm. at the end of the day yeah doing everything so anything yeah there's that's the only thing this i mean that's it really i think it's oh well thank you so much Claire, for your honesty no. for this time <laughs> no um, you're very welcome <laughs> So for people who, I mean, listeners can't obviously see, but you're my first ever guest that has a cup of tea <laughs> while recording, so thank you. <laughs> I've literally just come in from work, so that was my home from work cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's perfect for the pod- podcast. So thank you. <laughs> you're welcome Emily. it's lovely speaking to you yeah it was nice meeting you thank you so much Claire and everyone I'll see you next week thank you Claire for that episode really amazing really amazing I really enjoyed that so next episode we have Chelsea talking to us so just a reminder that we're releasing in the lead up to Christmas, we're releasing three episodes. So the next episode will go out on Wednesday, the 22nd. And then the last episode will go out on Friday, the 24th. And then I'll be having a little break. Um, but I'll explain more about that in the last episode. Just like a week and a half break so yeah so reminder again you can listen to me chatting live on chat and spin radio tonight at eight o'clock monday the 20th and i'll leave the link down below to where you can listen to me live i'm excited for chelsea's episode guys